Welcome back to Point of View. Earlier today on my morning show, I had a chance to visit with a chief medical officer at earlier today on my morning show, I had a chance to visit with a chief medical officer at Essential Health, Dr. Richard Vetter. We talked about uh, the new vaccines that are potentially coming out for COVID-19. What's the distribution strategy here in the great state of North Dakota? And much, much more. Dr. Vetter, welcome to the show. It's great to have you, sir. Great. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for having me. So there seems like every week some new news about the vaccine. I um, just want to see if you can give us the latest update, your thoughts, and then you have any ideas what the distribution plan is here in North Dakota. Yeah, so we've been in daily contact with the state health department for the last uh, several months, actually planning the distribution and how to get the vaccine out as uh, quickly as possible when it's available. Uh, you may be aware that the um, FDA will be reviewing uh, the Pfizer vaccine, which is the first one expected to be uh, available on December 10th, and they're expecting that the shipments will probably occur even the next day. And so we're hoping by um, mid-December we will have vaccine uh, available and ready to distribute and administer uh, to the residents of uh, North Dakota. I just want to get your assessment here, Dr. Fauci, off and say, hey, look, we've, we've gone through a rigorous process here. Just because we did it faster than normal doesn't mean that we've done anything to impede on the safety of this vaccine. Um, and he says there's an independent group that's you know doing some, doing the, the research on it, if you will. So just your take and thoughts on how fast this has been done and what people can expect when we finally get it. Yeah, I think the thing that uh, people need to be aware of is that the vaccine technology is certainly different than it was 10, 20, and 30 years ago uh, when we were developing other vaccines. If you look at the number of patients who've actually been part of the phase three trials, it's almost 70,000 or over 70,000 uh, individuals who've uh, been through those trials. Uh, and that's very similar to what we've seen when other vaccines come to market. Uh, I think because of all the additional resources that were spent by the government and others on this, uh, it really kind of helped accelerate that. But again, the technology and the platforms used to make the vaccines uh, are much uh, improved and uh, allow for this um, uh, quick turnaround time. Uh, as you know, there's a lot of scrutiny uh, around uh, the vaccine and um, it's being looked at very carefully by multiple uh, people, including the FDA, uh, the uh, CDC, and we'll be following their lead in uh, administering the vaccine and, and how to prioritize uh, who gets it first. You, you just read my mind, Doc. I was going to ask you, man, I'm, I'm assuming that people like yourself and the frontline healthcare workers would be first in line as far as priorities. But but what what is the plan for prioritization and how you can execute that? Yeah, so the initial uh uh, recommendations coming from the CDC has been to really look at the front frontline workers first, so which would include uh, healthcare workers, particularly those in direct patient contact. Uh, that would include healthcare workers that work in long-term care, uh, and uh, and then that would be followed by other essential personnel like police, fire, uh, emergency personnel, uh, as well as uh, maybe uh, teachers, as well as long uh, uh, residents of long-term care uh, facilities as well. And then the next tiering after that would include probably people with uh, chronic medical diseases or high-risk individuals uh, who also we want to get uh, vaccinated as quickly as possible. Good deal. <clears throat> Let's talk about, um, you know, finally we're starting to see the 14-day average in North Dakota go in the right direction. How is it impacting hospitalizations? Um, are you feeling better about the resources available in case there is another surge? Yeah, I think certainly the um, numbers uh, are give a little bit of sense of hope that things might be turning around. We're a little bit uh, leery still of 
the recent holiday. We won't see the effect of that and the travel and how well people did or didn't do in uh, interacting with one another and potentially contracting the virus. So I think two weeks from now or two to three weeks from now, we'll have a much better sense of uh, where that's at. And then, of course, we're heading into the Christmas holiday, which, again, will be asking people to limit their uh, interactions uh, and uh, the size of their gatherings, which will also be a challenge. But um, we see this, that people are heeding the the warnings and have been, uh, I think, doing a much better job of masking and following those distance guidelines and, and following good uh, hand hygiene. Better for his time and insight on VATS. And stay with us when we come back. We'll be wrapping things up here on Point of View. And as always, please share your point of view with us. You can email us. You can text us. Leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back. 